Hey, how are you going? I'm so grateful that you're here. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am doing double episodes each week to support you throughout this crisis. But also I have created a bundle of different free resources that you can use to be able to pivot your business, to be able to support your mindset and to be able to support yourself emotionally as well. So if you feel like you need some extra support, please head to my website and check out the support tab, which is christinecorcoran.com.au slash support. You can find all the free resources there. And let's get into today's episode. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Today's episode is all about bypassing emotions. I know I've talked a little bit about the emotional state that we are in currently and being able to deal with the fear and uncertainty of being in this current climate. And so today I want to talk a little bit about bypassing emotions because, you know, it's really important that we start to make decisions and move towards our future and continue to live our lives for sure. And so I've created, and like I had last week, was the uh, Refocus and Pivot Workshop But, you know, some people aren't ready to pivot yet, and that's totally okay. So I wanted to talk about processing emotions, bypassing emotions, and buffering at this time, because I think when it comes to fear and uncertainty and everything that's happening in the current climate, our emotions are probably one of the things that we really need to be able to manage at this time. Otherwise, Otherwise, they can go very unchecked, and they can get a lot, very much out of control. So why is this important? One, our emotional well-being is what drives every element of our lives. So if we're currently practicing a lot of fear and anxiety and unease and feeling unsafe, all of that is going to drive our actions and our behaviors every single day. It's going to impact those around us. It's going to impact our health. And I really want to be able to support you in being aware of when we're bypassing our emotions, when we're not allowing ourselves to process them and how we can process them in a more healthy way. So ideally, what I would love for you to do is be able to listen to this episode and then start to become aware of the times when you're bypassing your emotions, become aware when you're buffering for that reason of actually not wanting to feel the emotion and what you're afraid of when it comes to that emotion. So so first, let's talk about emotions in general. Firstly, it's really important that we find time to process our emotions in a healthy way. Most human beings as, you know, as children and as young adults, we're not actually taught to be aware of our emotions and we're not taught to process our emotions. And depending on the way that we were brought up, sometimes we were actually taught to suppress them, which can be really detrimental to our mental health long term. And if we're not taught in a way that allows us to accept and be aware of them and, and allow them that it's not a bad thing to feel emotions, that it's not a, an inconvenience. It's not a burden. 
to actually express human emotion, then we allow ourselves to really feel it and process it. Now, emotions need to move through the body. Otherwise, they can be held in, in our body as some form of trauma. And so it's really important that we allow ourselves to process them. So first and foremost, one of the first things I suggest for my clients, if I ever have a client that comes to me that I notice that they're actually bypassing their emotion, is usually one of the first indicators is when they're not actually allowing themselves to even express how they feel. So they're feeling the emotions because you can't stop yourself from feeling them. Yes, we buffer, but we still are feeling them and we suppress. So we get a a feeling of the emotions start to come up and then we push it back down. And so what's really important is we start to just become aware of how we feel at any time throughout the day. So it might be noticing when you buffer, it might be noticing when you're bypassing. Actually, what I might do first is actually just explain what I mean by buffer and what I mean by bypassing. So a lot of the time we will bypass an emotion because we don't feel it's the right time to express it. We don't feel like we are in a safe place to to express it. We don't feel like we might be accepted so we don't express it. And so for whatever reason, we decide, we decide to avoid the emotion. So we push it down, we push it to the side and we keep going on with our lives. And so I've been seeing this recently in regards to people going, you know, we're in isolation and we're in some parts of the world, people are in lockdown and this is constant talk about you should use this time really wisely and you should be doing a course and you should be creating this and you should be doing this and you should be doing that. And that's all good and well if you're ready for that. And so I've done an episode, the last episode I did was about using your time wisely. But then this one, I really want to talk about the times when you don't feel like you're ready for that. And that's totally okay. And we need to go through a process of actually feeling our emotions before we get ready for that. And so Buffering is similar in a way that we actually use something outside of ourselves to comfort ourselves, to create an avoidance technique. So buffering could be drinking alcohol to numb our feelings. It could be using food like comfort eating to actually numb and not feel our feelings. It could be using sex to not feel your feelings. It could be shopping. There's all different forms of buffering that we do to avoid feeling that feeling or to comfort ourselves in a certain way instead of actually looking within to comfort. And so I'm going to give you some tools to be able to work on that yourself, but I just want you to be aware of those two terms that I'm going to be using. So bypassing is when we're actually literally avoiding saying, no, I don't have time for this right now. I'm going to push it to the side or we're going to suppress it. And the other is buffering. We're using something to actually make ourselves feel better or using ourselves to avoid and not feel the emotion. So what I'm seeing recently is like with everything that's happening in the world with the coronavirus crisis and all of this is that we're actually as a collective going through a grieving process. So we're going through this grieving process of a feeling of loss because we've lost our norm, our normality. We've lost our lifestyle. We've lost our, in some ways, choice, right? If we're expected to lock down, if we're expected to be in our houses and not allowed out, then we're actually losing choice and we're losing what we called our lifestyle, what we thought life was, right? And some people are losing jobs, some people are losing businesses, some people are losing family members. Like there's a lot of loss going on and there's a collective loss. Even when we think about the future, there's a loss of what we thought our future would look like. There's a loss of what of our goals and everything that we had on our vision board this year, right? So we need to first and foremost process that emotion of loss and grief before we are ready to step into that next element of pivoting or next element of using it in a more wise way, right? We're using it in a more effective way of getting something done or taking action towards something. Our emotions are part of our human experience. There are going to be times when life is crap, right? When we've got so much going on that we need to process negative emotion. 
the way that we choose whether it's a negative or positive emotion is also up to us. So we can focus on neutrality, which I've talked a little bit about. But what I want to say is that I don't believe that any human emotion is positive or negative. It's just that human beings have labeled them those ways have labeled like anger and fear and all of that to be a negative feeling because it feels different in the body to a positive emotion. But if we weren't to actually label it positive or negative and it was just a human emotion, would that actually allow us to process it better? I think maybe because there's no shame around it. There's no guilt around it. And I've even been you know, speaking to a couple of clients and seeing a lot of people talk about the fact that they have guilt around the fact that you know they know that they should be spending time with their kids throughout this time and they should be homeschooling or they should be all of those things, right? And that's where it's really important to notice when you're going to that word should and then bring it back to choice. What am I choosing to do? And being able to accept that choice and then not judge yourself for that choice and not feel shame because of that choice because at the end of the day, it was your choice. And it's a beautiful way to really step into your own power when you start to choose and then not allow any other negative emotion to come into play because there is no purpose to it. Guilt is there when we feel bad. We feel bad for doing something wrong, whereas it's not that you're doing anything wrong. You're choosing something different. And so I was even saying that to a client the other day about past failures. Like when we look back on it and go, well, I have guilt about that because I didn't do this or I didn't do that or I stopped doing that or I gave up on that. Well, what if we changed the language around it and actually said, well, I actually decided that it wasn't the right fit for me, so I chose something different, or I actually didn't enjoy it anymore, so I decided to change my mind and do something different. It feels completely different in the body. So let's get let's get back to the emotional state. So yes, we're all collectively going through a grieving process. And so what's really important is we need to be understand how that works. And grief is one of those things when we have a sense of loss, everyone processes it, processes it differently and it takes, it's on a different timeline. So please, please don't think like comparing yourself to someone else's situation right now. You have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. If they're pivoting and they're out there doing something that you would like to be doing, but you're not ready yet, please don't compare yourself to that person. We are all going through this differently on different timelines. So please just acknowledge how you feel and take the moment to process your emotions. And I promise promise you, you will get there and it'll be perfect for you. Because the last thing I want you to be doing is creating from a place of fear or creating from a place of of thinking that you have to, because that's not really truly creating for the gift of giving. And it's, you know, it's going to come from a different place. It's going to come from fear rather than from a place of joy and creativity. So let's talk about the stages of grief and loss, because I think it's important to be aware of, because then we start to notice where we're at. And you'll notice this within within other people as well. You start to notice like, oh, I can see that they're in total denial right now. (laughs) And I absolutely went through a stage of denial of like, no, no, this won't be such a big deal. There's no, I'm sure you won't go into lockdown. Australia is going to be great. Like we'll be fine. We're so far away from it all. Like, you know, we even, when it was happening in China, we weren't really paying attention to it because it's so far away, right? We go through stages of denial. And then from there, we go into a stage of anger, getting angry for having to change things, getting getting angry for things not being the way we wanted them to be, you know, going through a process of getting angry or blaming or angry at, say, the government or angry at people not doing the right thing. And we see this happening with people getting angry at people who aren't socially distancing right or who are going about their lives as normal and not taking it serious enough, right? We're getting angry. That's our own stage of emotional state. And so being mindful of that, that, hey, you know, I don't need to project that on somebody else. I can just recognize that, hey, you know, I'm actually really angry about this right now. And why aren't people taking it seriously? But process that yourself and work through that yourself rather than projecting it on another person. The next stage is bargaining. 
And I've seen this with a couple of clients in regards to their business, like, oh, no, if I just do this, it'll be fine. And if I, what if I did this and I got this? What if I changed this and got this? We start to negotiate for better things, right? And so we go through this, this almost struggle of this competition and bargaining for something better. And then we go into a state of depression. Now, I'm not saying this is a medically diagnosed depression. I mean, a a sense of sadness, right? A sense of loss. Like we need to process that feeling and it's really important that we do. And this is one of the things I was saying to one of my clients the other day, like, you know, we've all had our meltdown. We have to have our meltdown. You need to make sure that you make the space for the tears, for the feeling of the sadness, for the sense of loss that you are experiencing. And it's okay. It's okay to feel disappointed that things aren't going to go the same for the next couple of months. It's okay to be upset that your event has been cancelled. It's okay to be upset that clients are for whatever reason not signing up with you. It's okay that, you know, things aren't exactly the way you had hoped them to be. And it's okay to feel sad and sorry for yourself that this isn't, this has changed. Life is different now. And it may be for a short period of time, right? And yes, it's temporary, but we need to still process those emotions. And so a lot of the time what I'm seeing people do is going, no, no, I'm not upset. I'm just going to pivot. I'm just going to jump straight into pivoting. And, you know, I was, I was there for the, for the minute as well. And then I really had to stop and just go, okay, how am I really feeling about this? What do I need to process? And taking some time to really journal how I was feeling, have the tears, speak to someone and really let out how I was feeling and what I was upset about before even thinking about pivoting. Because it's not until after that process when you actually process that feeling and you work through it and you feel it. And instead of actually pushing it aside, you actually sit there and sit in it. Then you can move towards acceptance. And only from there can you move forward. It's so important that you move through all emotions and some are going to be quicker than others. Like I went through the anger phase really quick. I was kind of like, oh, okay, what do I, I'm not really that angry. <laughs> like I don't need to be angry at other people. I can really see that they're coming from a place of fear and I can see they're coming from a place of unease and feeling unsafe. And that's okay. Every human being is going to process their emotions differently. And so what I would love for you to walk away from this episode with is the permission to allow yourself to feel and allow yourself to really sit in that. And whatever time frame that looks like for you is totally okay. You don't have to rush to the level of acceptance. You do not have to rush the next four months. We have the time. You have your life to live and it's okay to take time out. And if that means, you know, not taking on that next thing or jumping into your workout or creating a whole new structure and pivot and lifestyle at home, like it's all okay. Allow yourself that space to feel into that acceptance. And when you're there, you'll know you're ready. You'll know then it's time to then make some different changes or to make some decisions. And so I'd love for you to be able to process that emotion and work through that before you make those decisions that could impact your business and your life. Okay, so different ways for you to process emotion. One is a really good way is to journal it. First and foremost, what I would suggest you do is just acknowledge what the feeling is. So finding a way to name it, you can actually Google an emotional wheel. If you look at the emotional wheel on Google, 
And then to try to, it's actually like a, a huge range of human emotion with names on them, right? Okay. So then you can actually go through and go, how is it that I'm really feeling? So I went through this and went, okay, there was a period of time where I was actually really disappointed because I had so much planned for the next couple of months that all of it was coming together. Like I'd come to this place where in February and March that things were really coming together and there were some amazing things happening. And I was so excited for the growth and expansion in my business. And then it was like, oh, and then we got like punched in the gut. <laughs> and so I had to take that time to really feel into the disappointment and be okay with that and feel sad about that. And so once I was able to sit there and go through that, only then was I then able to accept the situation and go, okay, yep, this is where we're going to be for the next couple of months. And what can I do from this place? And how can I support people through this as well? So, you know, allow yourself just to pinpoint what the emotion is first, name it, and then feel into it. Allow yourself to sit in it. And if you like to journal, you can journal. If you want to put on a sad movie and cry, if you want to take some time out to meditate on it, that's really beautiful as well. If it's another emotion and you feel like you need to get the energy out of your body, then movement of your body is really helpful for that too. So you could use your breath to breathe your to breathe in really deeply and out really deeply to process your emotion and just making sure that you're not pushing the emotion down, but bringing it out and then feel your way through it and then actually express it. And I know that can be really scary for a lot of people. So if this is one of your first episodes of listening to my podcast and you're like, you want me to feel my emotions? <laughs> well, then this is probably you know, you can totally go back to other episodes if you really want to find more business acumen and you want to dive into pivoting, then definitely go back to refocus and pivot. But it all comes down to our emotions. When we get comfortable with feeling our emotions, we take the power back. When we're sitting in a place of fear of feeling our emotions, then the power is given away. So we're always at the beck and call of our emotions and it's really important. And I've gone through this whole process where it's been an absolute journey because for 10 years of my life, I shut my emotions off. I literally turned them off. I stopped connecting with people and I still look like I was functioning in the world. Yes, but I was going through a deep denial of my emotions and then I did everything to buffer. So being mindful of, you know, you may be buffering and I'm seeing a lot of people do this at the moment and I'm doing it too. So please don't think that I'm here to preach. I'm absolutely eating my feelings. So my conditioning for my whole life has definitely been eating to overcome the feelings of feeling and any of the emotions that were negative. That I didn't want to feel, I usually would eat food to push them down. And so I'm just really noticing when it is that I'm going for food and trying to stop myself for a moment and not stop in and deny the food. It's totally up to you if you want to eat it. But what I'm doing is, is in that moment, in the instance of I find myself drawn to the fridge or to the cupboard to get food, I stop and just ask myself, what is it that I'm really looking for here? And when I do that, I'm able to really just check in with myself. And it's usually a sense of comfort or safety. And so what you want to do then is choose whether you would like to work through that then and there, because it's so much more powerful than going to the fridge and eating something because the emotion's not going to go away. It's still there. And when we're pushing it down with food, we're just trying to make ourselves feel better without actually working through the reasons why the emotion has come up. So every human emotion is a signpost for us to start to notice, hey, there's something not right here or there's something that we need to work through here. And so when we have that come up and that trigger almost is hey, what is it that I'm not allowing myself to feel? 
And so what I've been noticing is that I'm taking a moment to really acknowledge that feeling and go, actually, I'm just really sad for what's happening in the world right now. And I'm really feeling all these emotions because I feel the loss of what people are experiencing. And I'm feeling the impact of this on every human family in this country. And I'm feeling the way that my clients are being affected by it. And it's awful. And that's okay to feel that. So not pushing it down is really important. So what I've been doing is stopping and just going, okay, what is it that I'm feeling? I'm feeling all of that. And what do I want to do with that? I don't want to push it aside. I really want to acknowledge it because it's there for a reason. If you don't feel all of that, if you don't feel the heaviness of what's going on in the world, then we're not even human. Like you'd be a psychopath. (laughs) And I laugh, but you know, that's not cool. But I think it's really important that we allow ourselves a space to go, you know what, it's okay to feel, it's okay to be upset, it's okay to be sad, it's okay to feel all the feelings, and I'm getting upset now. But And so we learn to give ourselves the space to actually feel it, and then we can process it. It actually comes through so much more gentle and so much more of a full circle of a journey rather than shutting it down and expecting yourself to feel different. It's like you're forcing yourself to feel better. And that's not how, not the best way to actually process how you're feeling. Stop, take a minute, acknowledge it. And like, yeah, I'm really sad. I'm really upset about this. And and that's okay. Journal it, write it out, let it out. Whether that is moving your body. Like I find that even sometimes with sadness, yoga is actually a beautiful way to express that emotion and to work through that. Breath work is another beautiful way to process the emotion. If it's any form of anger or any type of energetic expression that you need to get out, then getting a pillow and screaming into a pillow or yelling into a pillow or beating the crap out of a pillow, like something just to process and allow the that journey of the emotion to work through and allow it to come full circle. When we don't allow it to come full circle, we're shutting it off and we're causing it to be pushed down. And I like to use the analogy, like if you had a beach ball, And every time you pushed your emotion down, you're actually pushing that, trying to hold that beach ball underneath the water and you're holding it down, you're holding it down. It becomes this really difficult resistance. And before you know it, that beach ball just blows up out of the water and smacks you in the face. Like that's what the human emotions are going to do to you if you don't process them. And they'll come out at crazy times. Like you find yourself in situations where you just burst out crying or you get really angry or, you know, like, the emotion comes out in such a a heightened and expanded way that it didn't really need to be in the first place. So allowing yourself the space to just to feel, please just take the time. You have the time. We all have the time to really feel it. And if we use this time, whether we're in lockdown, whether we're in isolation, whether you are working or not working, either way, if you use this to really start to learn more about yourself and learn more about your own emotions, you will come out the other end so much stronger. And instead of actually fearing your emotions, you will allow yourself to process them and feel them. And that way it's much easier to move through them day in, day out. So let's talk a little bit about buffering. The term buffering, I actually heard from Brooke Castillo as part of the Life Coach School, and I love it how she talks about buffering. And if you would love to hear more about that, you can go check out her podcast, The Life Coach School. But basically, she talks a lot about the fact that it's an action or a a 
But basically what she talks about is the fact that it's an action that we take to avoid feeling a feeling. So whether it be a negative emotion or a positive emotion, we're doing something to avoid feeling it. So it can look like taking drugs, taking uh, drinking alcohol, having sex, shopping, eating food, any form of self-comforting tool that we use to either stop feeling the emotion. So we do it to make ourselves feel better. So obviously like drugs and alcohol, they're actually numbing the whole situation of feeling the emotions and then numbing the emotions. But when it comes to like shopping and eating, they're also a form of numbing, right? So being mindful of, is it that you're taking an action towards numbing the emotion instead of actually processing it and just notice it, right? I'm not saying here that you have to stop doing it, but just the first step is just the awareness around it. Anytime that you go to over, you know, to binge eat, to binge watch Netflix and all of these things of, you know, people are titling as self-care Sometimes they're actually an avoidance mechanism to not of not feel the feeling. So just allow yourself the space to go. And I'm really, you know, please make sure that you don't judge yourself for it. It's not what I want you to do here. Please do not judge yourself for it. You're a human being and we all buffer in some way, shape or form. So what you want to do is just firstly, just to become aware of when it is that you do these things. And so I've definitely gone through a journey of this with binge eating and, and eating things that I know that aren't good for me and noticing when is it that I'm actually craving that and what's causing that craving and what's causing me to avoid feeling and what is it that I'm actually avoiding by taking that step towards eating. And so being able to work through that is really a magnificent tool to strengthen your ability to have the awareness around your thoughts and to shift the old conditioning and habits that cause a result in your life that you're not really happy with. So I knew that I was doing it, but actually having the awareness around it and start to analyze the thoughts that were causing it. So anytime I noticed myself go into a place of self-pity or a place of judging myself in self-comparison, like all of that, I would find myself eating. And so then that bled into other times when I didn't want to feel sadness. I didn't want to feel loneliness, like all of that, then I would, then I would reach for something to eat. And so being, being aware of that really helps you to notice where am I buffering my emotions? Where am I avoiding feeling? And so I would notice it and I'd find myself at the fridge door and I would stop and go, okay, I'm doing it again. What is it that I'm trying to avoid here? And I would just take a moment and stop and I'd get a pen and paper and I'd just write it down. What was I thinking before that led me to get up and walk to the fridge? Or what was I doing? Or what was I feeling that I wanted to avoid? And so I'd really find myself being able to analyze. I was feeling lonely or I was feeling upset or I was feeling anxious about something. And I would just take a moment and go, okay, so what is it that I'm feeling? What's causing that feeling? What are the thoughts that I'm having about myself or about others or about life or about the world that was causing that emotional response? And by really analyzing from that place, I was able to then take my power back and go, oh, I can see now why I was feeling that. And so in some instances, it was just allowing the awareness to work through and have the mental space to actually go, okay, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm noticing. This is what I'm thinking. And that was enough to actually allow myself to release the need to actually eat. And then other times it was actually a, a pa- more, more powerful emotion that I need to stop and take notice of to then work through that emotion. So it might've been sadness or loneliness or anger or, or whatever it might be and was taking a moment to really process that. So where was that coming from? Why was I feeling that? What was the purpose of that emotion? Was it old emotion that I haven't processed yet? Was it new emotion that I hadn't processed yet? Where was it coming from? And just allowing myself to feel. 
And then there's a way to actually self-comfort. So what I would suggest is if you do notice that you're buffering because of all of this stuff that's going on in the world right now, and you're noticing it's because of the sadness and the angst and the fear, allow yourself to feel it, but please don't get too stuck in it. And then find a new way to find self-comfort. Now, if it's fear and anxiety and anxiousness, usually it's because we're in a state of feeling unsafe. So what you want to do is actually find a way to feel safe. So it could be just reminding yourself that I'm in my house, I'm safe, I'm healthy, I'm loved. And if you go back to the meditation that I created, the Healing Golden Liquid Meditation, I think it's like a few episodes earlier, there's a process that I take you through there that actually helps you to bring yourself back to that place of safety. And so I would definitely go go listen to that when you have some time. But allowing yourself just to bring yourself back to that space of how can I find certainty, which will give me a sense of safety. And then you want to work on self-comfort. So self-comfort is reassuring yourself and acknowledging yourself and taking the time to reparent yourself. So sometimes it's about self-soothing. So taking the time to really remind yourself that you're going to be okay. Everything's okay. Yourself, you're, you're safe, you're healthy, you are loved, you're surrounded by people who love you everything's going to be okay. You're okay. And so just feeling into that and allowing yourself to say that to yourself out loud or writing it in a journal or feeling it, allowing yourself to process that emotion, then comfort yourself and self-soothe. It's a much more powerful way. And you'll find that then that habit of, of eating or buffering goes away. Once you're able to then process your emotions more powerfully and you're allowing yourself to really feel and have the awareness and the, in the acknowledgement around your emotions and you start to notice that you're not buffering as much, then I would suggest you work towards transmuting your emotions to a much more powerful activity. So what I've also been practicing in the last couple of weeks is that transmutation. And that's where I notice when I'm getting anxious or fearful or angry or any of those emotions because of what's happening in the world. Yes, it's completely outside of my control. So I bring myself back to what can I control? I can control how I react. I can control how I respond and I can control how I behave. And so one of those things is that I can really control how I behave. So I transmute that emotion into doing something more creative. So I'll focus that emotion and take an action towards something. I will create something creatively, or I will put my, you know, energy of my brain power into creating something that's going to serve and contribute and support other people. I will then reach out to other people and have that connection. So noticing when that signpost is actually going, Hey, if you're feeling lonely or if you're feeling anxious, then maybe it's worthwhile talking to somebody to really work through that emotion or just to feel that level of connection and love. So using it much more powerfully and taking an action that's going to serve you in the long run. So that's where I've been really working towards transmuting that. And that's when it's noticing it. So you're still having the awareness, you're still having the emotion, you're still processing the emotion. And then it's from a place of acceptance that you can then decide, what do I want to do with this? Because I can sit here and feel lonely and get upset. And, and even like earlier, as I was really feeling that emotion, and when I check in with, you know, noticing that I feel the heaviness of the collective what right now, and I'm feeling the sadness and the loss, when we allow ourselves to go into it, if we get stuck there, that's when it will turn into a deep-seated emotional state, right? But if we transmute it from that place, we, I'm aware of it, I'm accept, I've accepted it, and then I'm transmuting it to something more powerful. 
what can I do with this emotion? What can I do from this place that's going to serve and support more people? Because that's my mission. So finding some way to transmute it into something more powerfully is so much more effective and it makes you feel good as well. So it's not bypassing it. It's still like bypassing it is not acknowledging it and not being aware of what the actual emotion is, right? So it's literally like, no, not going to feel that. I'm going to walk away from it. But when you actually allow yourself to acknowledge, have awareness around it, process it, then you can transmute it. So I hope this episode has really allowed you to start to think about where are you bypassing your emotions or is it that you're buffering your emotions? And then allow yourself the space to really feel them. And if you find yourself falling into old conditioning or old traps of thoughts around not allowing yourself to feel them, just know that that's the old way. It's the old way we were parented. It's the old condition that we have from society about how we shouldn't feel or we shouldn't process or we shouldn't express emotion in the public. That vulnerability of allowing yourself to go there builds such strength within you that trust me, you are worth it. You are worth feeling your emotions. And the worst thing that can happen is that you feel an emotion. You're not going to die from feeling an emotion. You're going to survive because you got to feel it. And the most powerful and the most amazing thing that you can do from doing this work is that when you stop feeling scared to feel the emotions and you allow yourself to go there, you intensify the positive emotions as well as the negative emotions. So if we're having all of that resistance towards feeling negative emotion, you're also resisting positive emotion. So you're not allowing yourself to feel that heightened sense of joy and that heightened sense of contribution, that heightened sense of happiness and love and peace. But when you allow yourself to go to the depths of where you've been and feel and process those emotions, you become a much more feeling human being and you can process all elements of emotion in such much in a much more powerful way it's so worth the deep work it's so worth the challenge of working through your emotion and knowing that it's going to be okay that yes it'll be scary for a little little period of time if you've really avoided feeling your emotions for a long time but please know you are within the control and when we go into autopilot and what i mean by that is that if we're bypassing or we're going we're buffering usually it's because we've gone into autopilot we're actually not consciously thinking about it we're not aware of the thoughts and the feelings that we're feeling we're just going onto autopilot and avoiding 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 so please don't avoid the emotions that are coming up for you right now. This time that's happening in the world right now is scary and it is full of negative emotion. So please don't push it down. It's only going to come back and bite you in the bum later on. So allow yourself to process it because it's much easier to process it in the time, in literally in the experience that you're, you're experiencing it rather than pushing it down and trying to think about feeling it later because it, then it builds up, builds up, builds up. And that's when we become so fearful to allow ourselves to feel that deep, deep emotion that we're so scared of. Process it now and then learn to accept and allow and then transmute. I hope this episode has supported you. If you feel you need to speak to somebody, feel free to reach out. I'm more than happy to chat to you about it. But I really, really wish that you could find the time and the energy to process your emotions because every person around you will be so much more better for it as well as yourself. When you're able to take that power back and you can feel your emotions and know that it's not a bad thing to feel your emotions, you are such a stronger person for it. Wishing you an incredible week. And if you need anything, please reach out. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode. So please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. 
And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week. And here's to taking your life to the next level.